Welcome to today's energy show. Today, we're going to talk about your options for financing a rooftop solar power system. Now, if you're in a location with high electric rates or big incentives, it's more than likely that the economics for solar are pretty good for you. Other companies have been out there, they've, they've run through the numbers, and they can find that you can get a five or ten year payback. And when you factor in that ITC and local incentives, um, it makes more sense to buy or, or purchase in some way, loan, a solar power system, than to continue to pay your utility. For example, and here's just what the numbers are like, if you have a ten year payback on your system, that works out to a return on investment of about 10%. So in other words, rooftop solar is a better and more secure investment than just about anything else you can do. Where else can you get a 10% rate of return, after-tax rate of return, on your money? And that's if you have a 10-year payback. That's kind of at the high end. There's a lot of people that have a 5- or 6-year payback, and now you're talking about return on investments of 15 to 20%. That's pretty darn good. And as I said, it's also after-tax because it's you're saving electric costs that you would have paid with your after-tax dollars. Now, the technology for solar is pretty stable right now. It's amazing. I think back to 2000, 2001 when I started, it's the same kind of solar panels. They're crystalline or monocrystalline panels with tempered glass and aluminum frames, and you've got inverters. And basically now, everything's going to last about 25 years. And we almost never get any roof leaks anymore because the installation techniques have been refined. And just about every installer installs flashings. If, if they're experienced, they're going to do a good job. But the financing can get pretty tricky. There's a lot of options out there, and, and uh, you know, my caution to you is really understand what you're doing. So that's my, my key advice, and that's what we're going to be talking about today, is do your own math. This is going to be kind of a, a little bit of a, a perhaps a numbers-intensive radio show. Maybe I shouldn't do it on the radio. Maybe you should have a whiteboard, but this is the radio, so this is the way we're going to do it. But maybe grab a piece of paper, take some notes, or you can always listen to the podcast. One key bit of advice when you're talking to somebody who's selling you solar, your solar salesperson, if you can't understand something or if something doesn't seem to make sense, have them explain it until you understand it and then get a second opinion. It's very tricky. There's things like escalation rates. There's buyout clauses in contracts or special fees. Um, you got to watch out for those things. And it's also, unfortunately, not very difficult for the person projecting your savings to maybe be a little bit optimistic. You're going to save $500 a year instead of maybe $400 a year. That's going to make the sale easier, but you could be disappointed. Not hard to really figure out what the real numbers are. That, that's, that's regarding the details of the contract. Some things that you don't have to worry about that people may say, hey, what, what about this? Maintenance and insurance, it's basically a non-issue in reality. And, and I'll talk about that uh, a little bit more. So um, fundamental advice, understand it yourself. Do your own math. Do a back-of-the-envelope calculation. Hey, I'm going to save $400 a year or $400 a month. Do, do your own numbers. See what it works out to. See what your real cost is when you calculate it. And then um, make your own decision. And if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So, um, so let's dive right in to what a typical person would be looking at for a rooftop solar power system. And I'm just going to use some kind of industry average numbers. We're going to talk about what we call a 5,000 watt or a 5 kilowatt system. And the costs for that system are ranging from about 20000 Sometimes you can get a little bit less to maybe $25,000. And we in the solar industry count everything on a per watt basis. So that ends out to be a cost of 4 to $5 per watt. $4 a watt, 5,000 watt system. $20,000. Now, but you, nobody's ever going to pay in the U.S. $20,000. There's a 30% investment tax credit, so that's going to mean that your net cost is $14,000. And then, 
lots and lots of places have rebates or other incentives. So here in California, we used to have like a $4,000 rebate. So um, that $20,000 system would come down to $14,000 with a tax credit and then $4,000 rebate, $10,000. So you basically half. Lots of other places have those incentives. California, just because the market's a little bit more established and mature, no more incentives. So here in, in California, $14,000 for a system. Let's just call it that. And that 5,000-watt system will generate something in the neighborhood of $200 worth of electricity per month or $2,400 per year. Now, depending on the amount of sunshine you have in your location and your electric rates, you may save more. So maybe if that system were running in Southern California or Hawaii, you may be saving $250 or $300 a month. Whereas you may, um, somewhere in the Northeast where there's less sun and the electric rates may not be as high, maybe you're going to save $150 a month. So those are just rough numbers. Your local solar installer um, should pretty much be able to, to put together the numbers that are exactly right for your situation. So that's the system. And, and um, you're looking at $20,000 less $6,000, so $14,000. You have four basic options for a way to acquire or pay for that system. Obviously, cash is, is always possible, writing a check for $20,000. Another option is a home equity loan. We call them HELOCs or a bank loan. A lot of banks are offering really good loans like Admiral's Bank, and those are designed for solar. There's the leases or the PPAs. I'm just going to kind of lump those all under leases. Basically, it's a way to pay for your system over a long period of time. Makes the payments low, stretches it out a long time. You can stretch it out over 20 years. That's kind of a typical term. So those are leases. And then the new option, which actually just became available here in San Jose, but it's been cropping up all over the state in many other locations, is something called PACE. It stands for Property Assessed Clean Energy, P-A-C-E. And basically what happens is, you put the repayment of your system on your annual tax bill. So you pay your property taxes every, maybe twice a year or once a year, and, and you just have an increase in your property taxes of, say, fifteen dollars or $1,600 a year, and, and then it's kind of painless. You don't even worry about it. Boom, pay your taxes. There it is. The solar system actually goes with the house, goes with the property, becomes property. It's not your personal purchase anymore. It doesn't hit your credit record anymore. And the best thing is all the payments that you make on that system, because it's part of your property taxes, are fully tax deductible. It's an assessment like your taxes. So that's a new option. Hasn't been available literally until starting in June here in San Jose. And um, it's a good option. Not, the, not, not good for everybody, but it's a good option. So here's how we're going to evaluate these options on the show today. We're going to look at your total electric bill over 25 years. We're going to look at your total payments, whether it's a, a loan or a cash upfront or a pace over 25 years. And then we're going to see how these numbers work. And then we're going to look at some of the other factors, like what if you want to sell your house or what about maintenance, other things like that. So let's start off with the baseline where most people are, which is they don't have solar yet, but they have a monthly electric bill of about $200. That's going to end up being, here in San Jose, about 10,000 kilowatt hours a year. And that's the bill you get. And just so you know, the U.S. average of electric consumption for single-family homes is 12,000 kilowatt hours a year. 1,000 kilowatt hours a month. So that's not a very big electric bill here in, in California. Uh, if it's 10,000 kilowatt hours a year, there's a lot of places, especially if you use a lot of air conditioning or if you have a swimming pool or in the southeast, your bill could easily be two or three times higher than that. But... Let's just work with those numbers. Monthly bill of $200 over 25 years, you're going to spend $60,000 on electricity. 
It's like buying two cars. You're just going to, every month, you're going to pay that electric bill. Now, the bill's going to go up gradually with inflation, but um, we're not going to really calculate that in because the inflation is, is really difficult to determine and it kind of distorts the analysis. I like to just keep everything straight line. So $60,000 over 25 years, your average cost of electricity over those 25 years, you know, we just divided it out, number of kilowatt hours that are generated over 25 years, it's 23.4 cents per kilowatt hour. You look at your electric bill right now, that's about what you're paying here in, in Northern California. Some people more, some people less. Other places around the country, Hawaii's 40 cents, you know, Southeast maybe 10 cents. Um, but one thing is it keeps going up and um, it's nice to find a way to stop that. Now, that's how you, that's, that's where solar comes in. You probably have had several people contact you, whether email or just <laughs> calling up on the phone or knocking on the door over the past few months saying, hey, do you want to get some solar? Now, I'm not selling you anything. I'm just explaining. Yes, yes, I, I have a solar business, but I think it's really that that's running right here in San Jose, but it's just good. I'm going to give you the background, the numbers, and, and so this show is really going to apply for everybody around the country. So let's just start with the basics. That, that um, You can put 20 panels on your roof. These are 250-watt solar panels, very standard. That's going to total 250 times 25,000 watts. It's going to generate about 7,200 kilowatt hours a year. Now, I said that your bill is 10000 so you're still going to have a remaining electric bill of about $36 a month, $432 for the year. Now, you could get a bigger system. Um, I'm using an example of 28 panels, 20 panels, that's 5,000 watts. If you put 28 panels on your roof, that would be about a 7-kilowatt system, and that would bring your bill down to zero. But most people don't completely zero out the bill, um, and it's kind of interesting that, that this 5-kilowatt size, maybe a little bit bigger, gives you a better payback than if you completely wiped out your bill. But some people want to completely wipe out their bill. Some people want to put in a bigger system because, hey, they're going to get an electric car and their consumption is going to go up. So that's a typical average size. Now, let's say you pay cash for the system. Solar guy comes in, you talk to two or three of them, you like somebody, you trust them, you, you decide to buy the system, you're going to pay for it for cash. Very simple transaction. There's no third party involved. You're going to have an entire proposal and contract that's going to be eight to 10 pages long. You write a check for $20,000. Uh, maybe there's a down payment. Once it's done, you pay the rest. System's installed. And the installer's going to get a building permit, do the work, get it inspected, take care of getting the utility interconnection. Maybe the whole process takes three or four months. And, and sometimes uh, installers can get it done faster. We've had systems recently go in, in as little as like six weeks. And that's including the utility inspection, um, which permitting in the utility inspection is what creates the biggest delay. The physical installation is always less than a week. So you put the system in. Um, you spend $20,000, your monthly electric bill goes from $200 to $36. And when you file your taxes, you take that $6,000 tax credit. Tax credit's 30% of your total payment, 30%, $20,000, $6,000 tax credit. So when you do your taxes next year, you reduce your tax payments by $6,000. Or if you like, you can kind of get that money now. All you do is increase your payroll tax exemptions until you've reduced your annual tax bill by $6,000. So maybe you say for the next two or three months, you're going to have a lot of exemptions on your payroll taxes. You're going to basically get more cash in that paycheck. And when that tax amount ends up being 6000 go up to what you were doing before as far as your exemptions. So this cash structure, you write a check. Easiest process, fastest process. Looking at the numbers, your total payments over 25 years are $24,802. That's, that's basically 25 years at $36 a month plus the $14,000 net cost to the system. So in that case, if we just kind of run things through simply in terms of the numbers, your average cost of electricity 
is 9.7 cents per kilowatt hour. You spent $24,802. We kind of calculate how many kilowatt hours you've used. 9.7 cents. Pretty good. That's the cheapest way you can do it. And it's simple. And if you go to sell your house, the value of your house goes up a bunch because it has solar on it. And I'm saying a bunch. I've seen estimates ranging anywhere from $4,000 to $6,000 per kilowatt. So that five kilowatt system, just roughly, these, these are current numbers, would raise the value of your house by about $25,000. The reason is that people want to buy houses with solar. Houses with solar have lower operating costs because much lower electric bill. Now, Let's say you didn't want to pay for cash. You're going to take out a home equity loan or a solar bank loan, like something like Admiral's Bank offers. Now, most of these loans have tax-deductible interest, and when we did the calculations here, we factored that in. Now, an ordinary loan, an unsecured loan, like like a lot of times uh, you just want to get borrow $10,000 from the bank or something for whatever, the interest isn't tax-deductible, but these solar loans, home equity loans, do have tax-deductible interest. It saves you a little bit more money. So what you do... You decide to buy a system, it's going to cost you 20 grand, go to your bank, you say, I want to get a, a home equity loan, or you work with one of the solar loan companies, it might take a week or two or three, pretty straightforward process. You can kind of be crunching through that while the building permit's getting done, etc. Then the bank approves the loan, and you get the system installed, just like before. You write a check to the installer for $20,000, just do it out of your home equity account, or if it's a solar bank loan, they'll pay the installer directly. And then when you file your taxes, just as if you paid cash, you'd get that $6,000 tax credit. And same situation, your electric bill goes from $200 to $36, great. But you have monthly payments of about $113 a month, and that's to pay back the loan. Now, I did that calculation based on a 15-year loan. If you had a shorter loan, those monthly payments would be higher. But that's just kind of, we'll just keep everything the same. We'll say borrowing money for 15 years. Your total payments over 25 years, net of the tax savings, because the interest is tax deductible, works out to $27,972. It's not really that accurate, but that's a, that's a rough estimate. So in, that, in this case, your average cost of electricity is 10.9 cents per kilowatt hour. That's still darn good. Um, and if you go to sell your house, somebody buys your house, writes you a big check, pay off the balance of the loan. And, and the, since the house has solar and you own that solar, the value of the house goes up by about $25,000. Pretty good. So that's a bank loan. The new thing that's out there, kind of the new kid on the block is called PACE, Property Assessed Clean Energy. Now, this is something that that a lot of people in the industry, and and, and we've been supporting it going back to like 2007, 2008, has has taken a long time to get going. It's a program that started up in Berkeley, and and uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac decided not to support it, and it kind of got shut down for a while. But it's come back because certain local counties and cities all over the country are supporting it. And San Jose has a brand new program where they're supporting and basically subsidizing these PACE loans. It's great. So let's say you're in San Jose, you want to get a PACE loan. It's very simple. The installer can expedite it. It might take another, might take about a week, sometimes just a few days to get the approval, but it's pretty standard. If you own your house and you're current on your taxes, um, you can pretty much always get that loan. Systems installed just like before. The payment for the system is made directly to the installer, $20,000 checks cut. When you file your taxes, same thing, you get your tax credit. And your electric bill, as before, in all the cases, goes from $200 to $36. And the payments on this are that you have an extra tax assessment, uh, and I just kind of calculated it based on an annual basis, of $1,167 per year. So your tax payments go up 
by $1,167 per year. Um, now, that's also tax deductible, so we fa factor that in as far as what your savings are. So your total payments, you just kind of straight line it. You're paying $36 a month for electricity, and you've got these assessments, and you've got the tax benefits of the, the, um, the, the interest. Total payments over 25 years are $27,144. And that works out to an average cost of electricity of about 10.6 cents per kilowatt hour. It's pretty good. Now, if you go to sell your house, the value of your house is usually going to go up by about $25,000 because it's got solar and people like to have solar. But here's the cool thing. The assessment stays with the house. The new owners pay the balance of that assessment. So if you had a 15-year tax assessment for your solar system at $1,167 per year, and you stayed in your house for five years, the new owner would move in to a house with solar. And they would have to pay that assessment for the balance of the 10 years. It's automatic. They can't get out. It's part of the house. It's like if you had a sewer upgrade or some other you know, city upgrade. It just goes into the assessment. Very clean. You don't have to worry about it. You know, nice and easy. So that's new. The most popular option, kind of when I look at this nationally, is a solar lease or power purchase agreement, PPA. I'm just going to call them all leases because they all kind of look, you know, operate the same, although technically from a financial basis, they're a little bit different. Same, same situation. Solar sales guy comes by. They're going to they're gonna sell you a system. They're going to tell you it's no money down. Sounds like a great idea. And, it, and if you want solar, it could be pretty good. Sign up for the system. Usually you have a 20-year commitment to make these payments, and it's a commitment that you personally have to continue to make. You can't get out of it. But the good, the good thing is you get the benefit of a reduced electric bill. Usually these things have no money down. So you might hear, get, get solar, no money down. Very appealing benefits, um, especially for people that are trying to make their ends meet and they're trying to you know, save a little bit of cash. And, and these leases will allow them to save a little bit of cash every month. It's a good thing. So from a financial transaction standpoint, there's a third party that owns the system. The, the installer doesn't own it. The installer is going to basically sell it to another corporate entity somewhere. And, and don't worry about who that is. We just call them a third-party ownership. And it takes an, a little bit longer, sometimes another month or two, to kind of package these transactions up and sell them. Sometimes it might take six or seven months to package it. So it's usually not as, as fast a turnaround as cash. Now, once the system's installed, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting, but there'll be a, a contract where you will sign a lease where you're going to continue to make payments to a third party that basically owns what's on your roof and, and uh, they own the racking, the, fine, the, the inverter, the wiring, everything. That all gets transferred. So what happens is this third party owner, this finance company, gets the tax credit. They get the depreciation. They get any applicable incentives and rebates. Basically, they get those, those financial benefits. Yeah, your benefit is now you have solar and your electric bill goes down a little bit. And then you're going to get a monthly bill for your lease payment. It's kind of like leasing a car, same thing. If you buy a Chevy at your local car dealer and you want to lease it, the lease is transferred to something called GMAC or General Motors Acceptance Corporation. That's the, that's the financing arm. And, you know, it's kind of interesting when GM was bankrupt and losing money, the only part of GM that was making a ton of money was GMAC. So you pay GMAC, say, five years for the car. You never own it, but you get to drive it. And at the end of five years, you just give it back. And it's kind of like the same situation with solar, although it's over a 20-year period. And, and by stretching those payments out over 20 years, those payments get lower. And the payments are usually lower than the amount of um, – they're lower so that you're actually going to save a net amount on your bill. So we'll kind of go through those, those numbers. And, and the nice thing is you don't have to pay a penny to anybody for a solar lease. It's kind of no money down. So here's how the numbers work. Your bill, your electric bill, 5-kilowatt system, goes from $200 down to $36. That's great. But 
you have to make monthly lease payments of about $139. So your total payments for electricity are now $175 instead of $200. You save $25. That's good. Now, there's also an escalation rate. So, so you're going to have to figure that in, maybe 3, 3% or so. The, pay, the, the lease payments may go up. So consider that. And, and um, just, just in this case, for our estimates here, I didn't include any escalation rates. So just on a flat line, your payments over 25 years are $52,000. Your average cost of electricity is 20.5 cents a kilowatt hour. Good news, no money out of pocket, so you're coming out ahead. The bad news is if you go to sell your house, you have to take care of whatever remaining lease payments. So let's say you sell your house after five years into a 20-year lease. You need to pay the leasing company about $25,000 to get out of the lease. That's 15 years worth of payments. Or you have to somehow convince the buyer of your house to take over the lease, which savvy realtors and buyers aren't doing these days. Now, the value of your house is going to go up by about $25,000 because it's got solar, but you're going to have to pay off the lease which is going to knock that $25,000 out. So um, as with many things in solar, the best option usually depends on the payback of the system in your financial situation. In, pa- in places where the paybacks are fast, high rebates, high incentives, lots of sun, California, Hawaii, some parts of the Northeast, cash is probably the best deal. It's better to own the system. If you don't have the cash, take out a bank loan or look at PACE if it's available. You can pretty much always get a PACE loan if it's available since it stays with your house. If you're financially stretched and the payment payback for solar is long, you may consider leasing um, or a PPA. Remember, it could be tricky when you sell your house, and remember, the savings may not be as much as you think just because of these escalation charges and everything else. So just to kind of summarize, without solar, you're paying 23.4 cents a kilowatt hour. Now, with if you put in a solar system and pay cash, it's going to bring that electric bill down to 9.7 cents a kilowatt hour. It's going to be locked in. So that's the best option. HELOCs, home equity loans, are pretty much widely available now that the real estate market's recovered and people have equity again. So in that case, you're going to pay about 10.9 cents a kilowatt hour for the electricity you generate. PACE is about 10.6 cents a kilowatt hour. So cash, 9.7 Bank loan, 10.9. Pace, 10.6. It's all about 10 cents, right? We're pretty good. Now, leases are a good no-money-down option, but look at what happens when you factor in the lease payments. And not even factoring in the escalation rates. I'm assuming those are zero. But if you factor in the lease payments, you're going to pay 20.5 cents a kilowatt hour. Different different companies offer different deals, but here, looking at the numbers, you're basically paying twice as much as you would if you owned the system. Now, um, think about what happens when you sell your house. If it's cash, it's easy. If it's a bank loan, pay off the balance. If it's a lease, it's going to be tricky. And don't worry about maintenance because all the equipment, almost all the equipment is guaranteed for 25 years. It's guaranteed by the manufacturer. So if something fails, the manufacturer is going to pay to repair it or replace it. And any good local installer can take care of old equipment. That's We're doing a lot of that work at Cinnamon Solar of things that have been installed you know, back to 2000, 2001. So that's all the time we have today on this week's Energy Show. I hope this was something that, that you guys find useful. The podcast has more details, more details on our website as far as these numbers. And if you missed any of the show, you can always go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcast. (music) 